0: Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at KingsgateHobbs.com. So today's title, and this is a new series, is It's Time to Speak Up. Now my subtitle for today is Why Don't We? Why don't we? It's amazing how people will speak out against everything else, but, man, folks were unusually silent about abortion. And that's not me getting in your business. I don't know what you do on social media, what you do. That's between you and God. I love you. I know you love God. But we've got to learn that there are times in one-on-one relationships, family relationships, relationships with the community, relationships with the world, You've got to get to the place where you can speak up and be counted. Someone, one saying we used to have when we were kids was stand up and be counted. Some folks, you don't know where they stand. They never speak up. You don't have to be awful. You don't have to be rude or violent or angry. But you need to know how to defend yourself and what you believe lovingly. I believe it's time for us to speak up, not only in conversations, with people you love you got to be able to communicate and talk did you know i'm a i'm a great talker i'm a great conversationalist but i'm not always a great communicator you can ask my wife i have lots of strengths but sometimes sometimes when i'm struggling i tend to withdraw a little bit some of you that way i tend to withdraw be a little distant and my wife has to remind me to speak up say what's on your mind what is bothering you why why are you not yourself I'm stretching it out this morning to, to be more encompassing of what we're going through in communication and stuff, but you need to learn to speak up about those you value, those you love, and the God you value, and His values. You've got to be able to learn to speak up sometime. It's really sad when people only speak up for certain things, and they talk about, well, I'm for justice. Are you? How about justice for the unborn? No, we are, we are all about justice for colors. We are, according to Scripture. Not the world's theories, but Scripture theories. You know what Scripture teaches? Let me just go ahead and let me just bring this up today. Scripture says says there's no Jew or, or Gentile, no Jew or Greek in the Lord. There's no male or female. He did not put the Jews over everybody else. He didn't put men over everybody else. He said, you are my people. Regardless of color, regardless of gender. This is some crazy, slippery times. They won't tell you what a woman is. But they're fighting for women's rights. I, I don't get that. Do you? Say, well, you're, women's rights. I'm like, wait, but you said there's no women. We can't even decide what a woman is, much less a man. And let me just throw this out there. And this may be for someone who may never listen again, but this is for you. How are kids going to choose their gender and they can't even choose their bedtime? You ever thought about that? I wish that was original. I wish I came up with that. I heard that in a gospel hip-hop, hip-hop song. But it's so true. They can't, they can't even hardly choose what they need to eat. Some are like, no, I let my kids have all the choices all the time. Well, that's part of your problem, bro. Uh-uh. Mm-mm. It, it was the United States of Fabian and Barbara at the house. Man, it's not a dictatorship. Well, it's sure not a democracy. It was a kingdom under God's kingdom. Oh, I'm going to just decide. I'll go to bed when I want. You get more liberty as you get older and stuff. No, we need to be able to choose, but choose wisely. And it starts here, okay? So it's time to speak up. Why don't we? Someone look around and, and just say, Why don't we? Look across the room, wave at somebody, say, Hey, why don't we speak up? Why don't we speak up, man? What is it? What's going on here? Point one today the fear factor. People are scared to death to speak what they believe is the truth according to the Word. I don't mean, hey, you find your truth, I'll find mine, because our truth is canceling each other out. You've got to have a standard of truth. There has to be a standard. People go, well, we have law. Where do you think law got its morality from originally? The Ten Commandments. The Old Testament. So I, no, i would just make... I mean, we'll just make up stuff. Why? There's always got to be a higher power, which is God, and He is the ultimate source for morality and standards. And people forget about that. They say, no, man is basically good. Really? How many of you have raised any kids in here? Mm -hmm. Some of your kids are a little nicer than others but kids aren't born basically good they scream and cry for what they want they want it now and if we didn't teach them manners and how to be socially acceptable and hopefully how to be godly can you imagine a 250 pound man six foot four five wanting whatever he wants he's going to take it having that same attitude as a baby that would be bad wouldn't it and that's what's going on right now with adults they say man well this didn't come out like i wanted So I'm going to be angry and shut everybody down and cancel them. And it intimidates people into saying, I'm not going to say anything. Most people don't speak up because they're afraid. People were afraid to say that they voted for Trump. I'd be afraid to say I voted for Hillary. (laughs) Someone said Hillary. I'd be so embarrassed. And if you did, that's between you and God. And it's We vote. But I'm going to tell you right now. If you're voting for people who are pro-abortion, you better rethink your Christianity. That This is not going to be popular here. This is not going to be popular. And I'm not, you say, man, in my past, Pastor Matt, I had an abortion. You could never understand. Look, I may not understand to a point, but I know this. You're forgiven, but we need to be able to celebrate when we have victories like Roe versus Wade because that's going to save millions of lives. Mark my words. going will make it a lot harder to get an abortion. You know what legal logic has turned into now? Well, it's legal. I mean, and if it's not legalized, people are going to do it anyway. Can you imagine if we said, "Well, let's just let's legalize murder"? People are going to do it anyway. Is that stupid sounding? That sounds crazy. So, as believers, don't let fear push you into corner of lies where you go, "Well, um, I don't know. It's 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 pro-choice. No, it's pro-death. I'm all about people choosing." But not when it comes to a life. You say, man, they were raped. That's very rare. That happens. We'll deal with that. But did you know that some of the greatest men and women of God were products of rape? And now people are saved like crazy because that person grew up and and fulfilled God's purpose. You say, man, I was a product of a rape. Yeah, but you still have purpose. Why would we eliminate your life? Oh, that child is going to be sick. Hey, that's terrible. But I have a cousin he lived to be 50, and he, was, he had Down syndrome. He, he was able to have a good life. Can you imagine if my aunt would have aborted him? I think she's my great aunt. I think she's my dad's aunt, right? Was that Ernie's? Ernie's mom was your aunt? And we didn't ever get along. I, it took me a while to understand why, that he was more on my level when I was five or six. He was pretty grown. I was like, what's going on? Mom said, hey, he's a little slow. But here's what happened. I said, oh, OK, he wouldn't let me play with his toys. But I began to value and respect that he was a life just like me. Even though his mind worked differently. And I looked at him, I said, man, this wasn't God's best. Man, we live in a fallen world, but who are we to choose who gets to live? Because we've already been born. Ronald Reagan said it so well. I had a friend of mine quoting it this week. He said, I've noticed that everybody who's pro-abortion has already been born. I'm alive, but you don't get to live. Man, I thank God my parents gave me a fighting chance. Praise God. People are afraid of losing friends, influence, followers on social media. They're afraid of what people think. Fear is not from God. It's not from God. Look at this. Let's go to Proverbs 29, 25 real quick. Look at this. My wife and I quote this to each other all the time. My mom used to say it. In the King James it says, fear of man is a snare. Modern translation is trap. Fearing people is a dangerous trap, but trusting the Lord means safety. You ever done something just crazy that you would have never done, you felt bad about it, you regretted it, just because you were afraid of what people would think? That's not worth it, people of God. It's not worth it. And here's why. Let's go to Second Timothy 1.7. If it's not from God, we need to fight against it. I've had fear even recently. I've had to fight against some areas of fear in my life. But look, here's why I do it. Here's why I stand strong and tall. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Those of you who have been in spiritual warfare, how many of you have been in spiritual warfare class with Pastor Fabian? Quite a few of you. You learned about the spirit of fear. That doesn't come from God. And so many times, even in one-on-one relationships, even with our friends and family, we don't say things because we're afraid to say them. It doesn't mean you blurt out everything all the time. But at some point, you need to to be able to speak up and not be afraid. Let's read this again. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. And and here's the deal. Did you know a lot of people don't speak out because they want to keep it just like it is, the status quo? I say the fear factor because they go, I'm up. I'm a peacekeeper, and I understand that, and I respect that. People like me who say crazy stuff from the pulpit, and it's being recorded and all this, we need folks to balance us out and say, hey, man, we we shouldn't say, you know, we got to be careful how we say that. But does that mean I'm never going to speak out? No. I say no a thousand times. No, we got to be able to speak out as believers, not hatefully, but at the right time and with love. And many times, you guys know how it is, God will set you up, and someone will look, at, look you in the eye and say, I'm struggling in this, what do you think? Uh, uh, I don't know, man, check my Facebook. No, you didn't put it on there either. No, tell them, tell them, here's what I believe, and folks say it all the time. Man, politics and religion, it just causes arguments. Okay, fine, you don't have to all the time, but I do believe you need to talk about God. The things of God, the word, not religion, but a relationship with God. You need to be able to say, here's how I believe. I believe it's wrong. I believe you asked me, so I believe this is why y'all are struggling. Here's what the word says. I want to read this verse again, and I'm going to go back to the previous verse. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Can we read this together before we change verses? On the count of three, everybody read this. One, two, three. For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Let's read it again, but personalize it. You ready? One, two, three. For God has not given me a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Yes, I know it's not always the greatest advice if you're struggling with anxiety and stuff, but some things you do have to do afraid. You do. You do, man. The first time I got up here to preach, Dad said, You're going to preach to the, to the adult service. January 24th, 2000. I'll never forget. Man, I was scared. I said, Man. But then I was thinking, as I was right here in my seat, I was thinking, Man, if I can get little kids to listen, you know, because I'd been working in children's church for years. I thought, because kids, they're not ashamed. If you're boring, they'll just, they don't care. Kids will go like this while you're speaking and go, Hi, um, when's Ms. Adrian going to be p- teaching again? <laughs> no, while you're talking. So you can't take that personally. Hi, where's Noe? They don't care. They're thinking about, they'll raise their hand while you're, you're, you think you preached a word, man, and you've been working on it. You know what they'll do? Kids will go win us snacks, you know? <laughs> so that helped me with my fear to speak in front of adults. I thought at least they'll be polite mostly. I've had some adults, none of y'all in here, that have looked at me the whole service like this with a snarl on their face. Arr. I'm like, I guess you're going to have to whoop me after the service, but I'm going to speak the word or I'm going to whoop you. <laughs> Whatever we got to do. Don't let fear keep you out of the game. People stay on the bench because they're afraid. Can you imagine? Coach says, hey, it's time to go in. said, man, you got skills. You've been working. You've been running, conditioning. No, I'm, sc- I'm scared. No, get in the game. It's time to get in the game time to speak up speak the truth scripture says speak the truth in love all right so let's read that other verse again proverbs 29 25 if you would fearing people is a dangerous trap but trusting the lord means safety all right you got to be wise you got to have a fear of god you need to um, be wise about the law and different things but you just don't walk in fear of other humans i mean what my mom taught me that so well she said what are they going to send you to hell they're going to throw you in hell why would you be afraid of them are they going to kill you today and there are those situations, but no, most of the time it's like, I don't know, I'm just afraid of fear, or what they're going to say, or what they're, how they're going to react. It's time to move on. Number two, why don't we speak up sometimes? We need to attack these things, attack fear. Number two, how about this? You need to attack ignorance. There's been people sitting up in church for 20 years, never read through their Bible. How can you say you believe the whole Bible if you've never read it all? Now you say, well, I struggle to read, i got other issues. Listen to the whole Bible. We have no excuse anymore. How many of you have the version app in here? Raise your hand. A lot of you. A lot of you. Some of you are like, no, I still just do hard copy. That's cool. I preach out of a hard copy. Dad preaches off his iPad. That's too advanced for me. I like to handwrite my notes. I'm old school. However you do it, I do. I read my one-year Bible, though, off my Kindle. And I carry it with me. That's my toy. My wife goes, did you bring all your toys? And my shades, my wallet, and my Kindle. Oh, and my stupid cell phone, right? Mm. Ignorance. Look at what the Lord says about ignorance in Hosea 4.6. I'm not insulting anyone. Ignorance means we've ignored it to the point that we don't know or we just don't know. That's how I always remember ignorance. Look at what he says. I'm just going to re- read the first part of the verse. There are consequences. When you reject knowing God, he rejects you. It's that simple. But look at this. He says, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Got yeah, Christians preaching abortion. I don't get that. Proverbs 6 says, man, we, that's the shedding of innocent blood. We can't, we can't do that. We cannot be ignorant. You say, man, I did that in my past, Pastor. Are you coming against me? No. That is forgiven. God has forgiven you. Now you've got to forgive yourself. But just because you've made a mistake in the past, does that mean it's still okay now? Can you imagine someone saying, I slept around in the past, so it must be okay now as a believer? That doesn't make sense to you, does it? I was always drunk in the past and drinking hardcore and doing drugs. So it must be okay as a believer. Don't bring that up, Pastor. No, we're going to talk about it. The past is forgotten. Now you've got to live day by day. Jesus himself said, I love this. He said, don't worry about tomorrow. Sufficient unto the day is the evil thereof. There's enough going on right now we've got to deal with. That's why I'm talking to you today, straight out of the word. There's a lot of junk going on. You may not understand it, but you need to get some knowledge. Man, I don't mean reading headlines all the time. You can stay as informed as you want, but you need to get in the Word. We've got to get in the Word. We cannot be ignorant anymore. Some people know it's wrong, but they don't know enough to respond, so they're quiet, or how to respond. And this this part is sad to me. I'm stealing this quote from someone. I don't know who. Someone wiser than me years ago said, Man, if wisdom won't make you bold, ignorance sure will. People shouting, man, and you're stupid, and you're you're talking about, and all you. And I remember during COVID, people were calling out pastors for having church. That's fine now. You get to stand before God. A lot of people stopped going back to church. A lot of people committed suicide because they felt disconnected. A lot of people never came back. So those of you that said, and I know there's nobody in here. Maybe somebody checking it out on the live stream. Maybe this is a convicting word. You don't need to go to church. Re-. Really? No. I'm talking this over with my wife yesterday. The Apostle Paul talked about we assemble together. What is that? Hebrews 10? Don't forsake the assembling of yourselves together. We break apart and go home. We have to. We can't all live together right now. But this is good. We're gathering together to be together, worship together, build our faith together, hold each other accountable, love each other, know what it really feels like to have a little bit of heaven on earth, different colors, different backgrounds, different cultures. But that whole deal of, no, just, we're just not going to meet anymore, I feel like that was a blatant attack of Satan and unrenewed humans on the church of God. No, we, you can't meet. It's not safe, but they were going everywhere else. Mm -mm. get informed man learn the word and you'll know why it's important to me can you imagine look at this i can disprove the whole let's skip church just to skip church and hide out because it's not safe did you know christianity was outlawed in many places in the new testament and what did the disciples do they still met that's why you're here Your spiritual DNA and your legacy is because someone back in the day, a woman, a man, um, men and women of God, they met and they preached the word and it's come all the way down to us now. Can you imagine? No, we're just going to hide out. Man, the cold, there's the flu going around. I know. I know. Now COVID's back. I'm like, did it ever leave? COVID's back. Back again. Anyway, that's a bad joke. Really, some of y'all know what I'm talking about. Don't be listening to his junk anymore. (laughs) Really, it's going to be something else. And they said, monkeypox. We're going to vaccinate for monkeypox now. No, no, I don't think so. No. Learn what the word says, and as you learn what the word says, you'll get confidence in God and you'll know what he said. And you won't just be blindly going, well, here's here's what Fox News said, the fake news network, or CNN, the communist news network. Or MSNBC, I haven't come up with a good acronym for that yet. I don't know. Well, well, they said, I know, but did you see how many lies they spouted during COVID? They were contradicting each other with the same headlines. Come on, man. Come on. What's true for you is true for you. No, we got to have divine truth, so you need to learn God's truth. Don't be ignorant. I had a coach in, in junior high. He'd say... He'd say, don't get ignorant. It's true. He said, don't don't be ignorant about this. Let's learn something. Let's learn something. So you got the fear factor, right? God wants you to deal with that in your life. Learn how not to be afraid about certain things and communicate with people. Learn how to talk to people. Talk it over. Talk it over. Talk it over. I still got got another point here that I'm going to lean heavily on. I'm not done yet. So you say, man, I... What if they get mad at me at some point? Don't you think you're going to be held responsible for knowing the truth and not sharing it? I'd hate to stand before God one day and Him say, man, you knew. They were dying and going to hell all around you and you never, you never strengthened anyone or helped them or told them the truth. I don't want that. Then I'm sure there are those people that I should have shared the word with and I missed my time and my chance. And I'll have to answer to God for that. But I'm going to tell you right now, now is the time now is the beginning today is the day of salvation so start we got the fear factor man we got to give that to god let god begin to deliver you cast off the spirit of fear do things bold sometimes do things a little scared ignorance you don't want to stay ignorant get in the word best way to inform yourself about god is reading his love letters it's that simple read his word and number three this is a big one we know this isn't from god confusion I'm going to use COVID again because it's recent. All of us remember it. We're just coming out of all that junk. There was so much confusion. There still is. Get vaccinated. Don't. Here's why you need four boosters. Don't. Get it. Don't. Uh, wear masks. Don't. It doesn't work. It does. You can't. It's not contagious. It is. Man, it doesn't bother kids. It's not going to hurt them. Oh, pet, they better get vaccinated. What? None of it made sense. You say, man, well, we decided some certain things. And that's fine. But what I know is this. Let's go to 1 Corinthians 14, 33 in the New King James Version. This is what's important. For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace, as in all the churches of the saints. That's everywhere. God is not the author of confusion. He's not. uh, I believe the the New Living Translation says disorder. Just disorder. Chaos, anarchy, let's do away with the cops. Well, how does that make sense? Let's do away with laws and have anarchy. That doesn't make sense. No, you've got to get back. Once again, I lean heavily on this. You've got to get back into the Word. Because the media, social media, you know what they do? They create turmoil, confusion, disorder, anger, fear, uncertainty. And in, in our confused state, sometimes we say, can I respond? Do I? How? What's the truth? Let's go to Psalm 119. Verse 105. You don't want to be confused anymore? Get back into that word. Your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. It means you can see where you're going. Do y'all get that? It takes away confusion. Let me deal with something real quick. Have you ever used this just because you were quoting someone? You, maybe you're hearing it in the media now about sexuality or abortion issues or different things. They go, it's complicated. Mm -hmm. complication for humans usually means they don't want to do it God's way we make it complicated there are some deep truths in the word and some mysteries but I'm going to tell you right now God's word for the most part there's some very simple facets to God's word he laid out guidelines and said here's how we do it these are my boundaries this is my world you want to be part of my kingdom here's what you do this is very, I remember a guy years ago, he, he had, hey, I don't know his whole story, he may have been sexually abused, whatever, but he was a pastor, and he was struggling with, with being a homosexual, he was struggling with homosexuality, he left the things of God, I don't, I don't know the full story on him, but I do remember he said this, he said, my, my sexuality is complicated, I'm not making fun of him, but I'm shining a light on the lies of Satan, and the lies of the carnal mind of humans, sexuality is simple, According to Jesus, he said in the beginning, from the beginning, actually, he said he created them male and female. And you can be mad at me for quoting God's word, but really you've got to rage against God because he's the creator. See, I don't identify as that. But we want women's rights. Let's take care of women. Let's take care of men. What about human rights? The truth of human rights. Don't you think it's a right to be born if you can? What do y'all think? It's just something to think about. And I know some of this, you say, man, Pastor Matt, you're really, you're throwing some punches today. But in love, I want you to know the truth because one day I will stand before God. Scripture says teachers of the word are held to a higher standard. Not everybody should want to teach the word. We should want to teach. But man, only if you're called to do that in front of a group of people because you will be held to account. God says, are you preaching the truth of my word? So this is where the confusion comes in. People make up stuff. No, your word is a lamp to guide my feet and a light for my path. Once again, I repeat, they won't define womanhood right now. Truth offends them. And you can watch the documentaries yourself where people get offended and say, what about truth? One guy said, the truth is homophobic and condescending, he said in a documentary. What? So then we can't speak the truth because it doesn't line up with your your lifestyle. That's crazy. Can't define what a woman is, but we're fighting for women's rights. It's all confusion. Do you see it now? Are you seeing it? There's confusion. They preach and teach confusion. That is the gospel of Satan. I shouldn't use the word gospel. It's the bad news of Satan is confusion. What do we do? I'm afraid. Um, I'm ignorant. I don't know enough of the word. Now I'm confused. That is not God. Mm Mm-mm. You've got to get back to the Word. That's how you respond. You say, Pastor Matt, I don't have a platform like that. Yeah, but in your own personal life, you have a sphere of influence. We're we're taught by psychologists, once again, that even the most introverted person affects or meets at least 10,000 people in their entire lifetime. You don't even have to be outgoing to have an effect on about 10,000 people. So you need to know where you stand. So you can walk in love and speak the truth. You've got to get back to the word. And you know what? You should continually ask yourself, as believers, what does the word say? That, that eliminates confusion. I've seen that before. He said, man, we don't know how to act in this situation. My dad was always quick. Said, oh, well, what? And dad knows it. Chapter and verse. Say, well, what does this say? Why don't you look that up? And I'll kind of quote it and go, yeah, yeah. But let's go right there. Let's go to Psalm. Let's go to this. What does that say? I say, like, wow. That just took care of all the confusion. The Word. What does the Word say? The truth is not complicated. The truth is not complicated. You've got to learn to speak up in your relationships. I don't mean being mean, but some of you, this is a word from God for somebody this morning. I feel like there's somebody in this house or on the live stream by the Spirit of God that you've been in an abusive, verbally, I'm just saying verbally abusive relationship. Someone's intimidating you. Maybe they're narcissistic. They're pushing you down. They're holding you down. You feel scared to talk. You better talk now, and you better figure it, figure it out now. You better find your courage. You better find your courage, or you're going to be miserable five years from now still. God is a God of what? Peace, not confusion. Not confusion truth brings peace really they said man that stirred up a hornet's nest over there yeah but at the end of the day we know where everyone stands now i remember back in the day when i was youth pastor jonathan probably agree with me i i liked it when i could deal with someone who was rebellious and they they would let it out because i knew where they were right then say oh there you are there was that devil hiding now i can deal with you same thing in a church Because we can all hide stuff, and I don't mean you got to go around and go talking trash and saying everything all the time, but many times we need to know what's there, what you really believe. I believe you all love God. I do. On the live stream, in this house, those listening to this message hereafter, but there are those who go to churches in America, and they don't love God. They're checking a box. But they don't know truth, and they don't love truth. And as long as you come around me, I promise I will speak the truth to you in love, not You say, man, is that a condemning word? No, don't be mad at me. It's God's word. I love you. You say, man, I've struggled with homosexuality or I had something in my past. Man, I've had stuff in my past. God had to forgive me of all kinds of stuff. You know that? You know what else scripture says? He or she that is forgiven much loves much. That's why I love so much. I've been forgiven a lot. I love my wife hard, I love my people hard. I do. I'm all in. Many times I'm all in. I put all my eggs in one basket. I do. I'm like, man, I love this person so hard. And I feel let down and disappointed and heartbroken. And I've got to be more balanced in that area. But I will tell you one thing. I will never stop loving and speaking the truth, giving people chances. Eventually, people got to listen to God and do do what he says for themselves. I can't love God for you. I can't want it more than you want it. But you've got to learn for yourself to overcome fear fear. And step out of ignorance. If you're ignorant, it's because you want to be at this point. I remember John told me, it must have been 20-something years ago, John told me, man, if people are ignorant now with the Internet, man, they just want to be ignorant. Yeah. And you don't have to stay confused because you can fall in love with the Word. Someone say, I need to fall in love with God's Word. I'm glad you said that. I agree. Bow your heads and close your eyes. Let's pray today. Father, we thank you for your goodness. Lord, we trust you because your promises are good. Scripture says, faithful is he that promised. God, I am publicly asking you to work on my heart today. I've had some areas that you're working on. Some, some worries and some hurts and some, some grief here and there. And God, you work on me as you work on your people here today. I don't take this lightly, Lord, as your messenger. I speak the word, it's a two-edged sword, but it cuts this way and that way, God. So you work in my heart as well, Lord. I would never get up here without asking you to do that, especially in private. I did it yesterday, I did it the day before, I said, God, work on me, because I need work. I love you, Lord, but I need Christ to shine in me. We're called to be Christ-like. And it all starts with accepting Jesus and making him your Lord and Savior. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If there's anyone in this house who says, Pastor Matt, man, if I died tonight, I don't, I, I don't know if I'd go to heaven. I may go to hell, according to scripture, what Jesus said. Jesus talked about hell all the time. He warned us about it. You say, man, I've never accepted Jesus. I don't know where I'd go if I died. If you're not certain of your salvation, I want you to raise your hand today, and I'm going to pray with you. You say, man, I need to Accept Jesus and make Him the Lord of my life. Man, if I died, I don't know where I'd go. Is there anybody in this house? And if not, this will be for the live stream. That's okay. Anybody at all? I'm going to give you a moment. You say, man, I, I need to confess Jesus and make Him the Lord of my life. If that's you, raise your hand. I will not embarrass you in any way, but we'll pray together. Either way, let's pray as a family right now. I want you to confess this is for the live stream, for the audio, for later. Say, Heavenly Father. Say, apart from you. Without you, I'm a sinner. I can't do it on my own. Say, God, I've come to the end of myself. I can't fix this. Please forgive me. Cleanse me by the blood of Jesus. Say, I need you, Lord. Say, save me. Say, I confess that Jesus is Lord. And I believe that he rose from the dead for me and for mankind. Thank you for your forgiveness, Lord. Holy Spirit, come to live within me. Make my heart your home. Say I believe in Jesus name. Amen. Every eye